Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, for live from OTAs at Gillette Stadium, it is our buddy Andy Hart of WEEI.com, and we've crossed 1.30, so Andy is allowed to talk into his telephone. Andy, how are you? <laughs> What's up, guys? It's a beautiful day out here. I'm ready to go. What do you got? Good. I want to know who's calling plays. <laughs> that is the number one question for the Patriots, and it seemed like there was uh, not one, not two, but maybe three different gentlemen behind this today. Well, I would, um, first of all, I'm sure you guys sort of talked a little bit about Bill Belichick downplaying uh, all the questions about the play calling and Mm -hmm. the importance of the play calling and execution is more blah, blah, blah. We've all done it. We've all not done it. That whole spiel. Um, There were different guys involved, but Joe Judge is the front runner. Uh, I I mean, between the Zooms last week where Matt Patricia basically admitted, I'm just working with the fat guys up front, the offensive linemen, and then today – Judge is the guy with Mac. More often than not, Mac is going back to Judge. Um, Nick Cayley, my guy, is off with the tight ends and on the sideline way more often than not. Um, and then um, Bill Belichick got involved late. Uh, I apologize if you hear that. We have a helicopter landing here at Gillette Stadium. Ooh, um, who's the celeb? Andy, I should have told you that I was going to ruin your head yeah. on WAAI. Yeah, it looks like Air Force One practically, or whatever that's called. Navy One, that's a fancy helicopter. Um, but Mal- yeah, uh, Malcolm Perry's landing. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, Bill was involved late um, with the quarterbacks kind of coming back and forth from Bill. And I will say that was one of my takeaways, is Bill spent the bulk of his time on the offensive side of the field. No doubt about that. But if you made me pick a guy today who's calling plays, I'll take Joe Judge. How active, like, do you think the defense, Andy Hart, is to a point to where Bill Belichick doesn't have to be as involved as much as he's been in years past and can shift the focus a little bit more to the other side? Let me turn a question on a question Ordway style. Did you watch those two Bills games late in the year last year? Mm -hmm. Because, no, I don't think the defense is ready for it to be hands-off Belichick style, Um, especially with the, the turnover. You, you look at it, and you, you don't know who your number one cornerback is, and you just want to sort of say, oh, nope, hands off. You guys will figure that out today. Malcolm Butler's out here. He looks like he's going to be given every opportunity to be one of the starting cornerbacks, the guy that wasn't in football last year. Um, so, no, I think the linebacker position, you know, all these great stories about the young linebackers, most of them weren't on the field today. McGrone wasn't on the field. Jennings wasn't practicing. Um, they, most of the linebackers that are uh, Perkins wasn't out here. So. I think there's a lot of questions on that side of the ball. So uh, as Steve Belichick said, Bill Belichick wears all the hats in this organization, and I think he uh, very much needs to continue to do that. We heard your back and forth with uh, Belichick today uh, about for the offensive play calling and all that stuff. Do you think him not giving a straight answer is just kind of the classic Bill, like if I don't need to give you extra information, I'm not going to? Or is it, you know what, I don't think I really know the answer. So even if you think it's Joe Judge right now, Andy, it's like I'm not fully committed, so why would I say it's him and then change my mind later on? Yeah, I think that's part of it. Because if you remember a couple years ago, there was some uh, question with Mayo and Belichick, Steve Belichick. On defense. Yes. And, you know, they both would have play sheets. They both have heads that, oh, this practice looks like Mayo's calling this practice. And that went into games. And then even through part of early part of the season, it was sort of, well, who's calling plays? And then we kind of settled on Steve Belichick is calling the plays on defense. If you had named Gerard Mayo the play caller in July, and then all of a sudden you have to strip him of those duties, that's a much bigger story than if you don't name anybody and people are kind of picking and choosing and guessing from afar. 
and and then you change from one to the other. It's like, well, they kind of did both all along. So I, I think it's him keeping everybody in the dark. We're just we're pawns in his usual, you know, games, the media games that he likes to play. Um, now I will say the one thing I do agree with him is like execution is more important than play calling. Like we can fixate on the play calling. This team may struggle, but not because they don't have an offensive coordinator or a play caller. They may struggle because they're not all that talented on either side of the ball, and the competition's really freaking good. Andy Hart of WEEI.com from Patriots OTAs down at Gillette Stadium. Aggression Keith Hart joins us on the Harbor One hotline. Uh, what stood out to you in terms of what went down on the field aside from who's calling what? Uh, I'm happy you asked that because I had it you know, queued up and ready to go. Jack? Jones is the guy to keep an eye on. He to, me, oh. he, he, to me, stood out as much as any player. And I know he should. Like, they got him in the middle rounds. But we also need to remember this was a guy who I believe was the third overall cornerback coming out of high school. Like, he went to USC. This guy should be a standout athlete. But he showed that. Like, they were doing cornerback drills. And he's high-pointing the ball, getting higher, better hands than, than all the other corners. Um, he was doing a lot of return work um, with Bill Belichick sort of as his personal coach after every single rep. So if I had to pick one player to keep an eye on, certainly defensively, it would be Jack Jones. And I actually thought Devontae Parker looked pretty damn good. Um, I thought he caught the ball well. I thought he moved well. I know he needs to stay healthy and, and be on the field you know, when it matters in a few months. But um, early, early uh, views of, of Devontae Parker, I would say, were positive. Top pick, Cole Strange, just kind of plugged in there on the uh, the starting offensive line group. Yeah, he's in there at left guard. Uh, I'd say the, maybe the more interesting part of the offensive line mix is the fact that uh, no Isaiah win on the practice field today. There was a group of players uh, notable in their absentees, and I'd say I'd put win in that, Matt Judon, Adrian Phillips, um, some of your better defensive players not out there. But with win not here, Trent Brown, was at the left tackle spot next to Cole Strange. And that's one of those, I don't know, is it because Isaiah Wynn's not here? Or we've all talked about it. Is Trent Brown just the better left tackle? And do you find Isaiah Wynn playing one of the guard spots or something else? I, I don't think we can rule that out. I don't think you can rule out this is just attendance-based. I think there's a chance Trent Brown could be your left tackle. Uh, Andy, when you, uh, when you see Mac Jones out there, uh, how did he look? The command, what was he running? And this is no contact, right? Like, are they allowed to do seven on seven, nine on seven, eleven on eleven? Just no, for those who, no, no, yeah, no. for those who haven't been there, just sort of what was being worked on today? Yeah, th- this is um, shorts, t-shirts, jerseys, helmets, but no contact. Uh, first of all, we should mention it is voluntary. You know, Matt Judon and Adrian Phillips—they have a right to not be here. Lawrence Guy—they have a right to not be in attendance it's it's in their cba um and then it's shorts t-shirts helmets no contact there's some competition certainly more competition in say cornerback wide receiver matchups than you'd see in the trenches um and build it as usual you know this is a teaching period this isn't an evaluation period so you know you're not evaluating offensive linemen or guys you're trying to you know get people to to know what they're doing and to work with each other uh as an 11-man unit um from mac jones's perspective I don't know. You're probably going to read stories about, oh, he looked like a great leader, and oh, he looked like his arm's stronger. I thought he looked like Mac Jones. Like he had some natural energy out there, which he's always had. Um, he was frustrated with himself a few times with late throws. Um, there was one with Kendrick Bourne that was wide open, and then he was late, late, finally got it to him, but he kind of did that slamming his fist against his own 
um, quads out of, you know, annoyance that he didn't see it earlier and get the ball there earlier. Um, to me, Mac Jones looks like Mac Jones, and that's to say he's clearly their starting quarterback, and they love him, and we'll see where the leadership and the, uh, the physical tools go moving forward. Nikhil Harry was not there today. I know last year he asked for a trade. It did not happen. At this point, is he just hoping that they cut him, or what, what are we looking at here for the future of Nikhil Harry? I think he's probably looking to get cut as soon as possible, quite honestly. I mean, if your agent's asking for a trade last year, you want a fresh start. You want a new place. You want to try it. And now you're not out here. I, I mean, he played the good soldier last year. You know, he got his reps where he was needed as a blocking wide receiver. Um, my guess is he would love to be cut and try to get his agent to find him a new place to just start fresh. And I mean, honestly, they have some depth at receiver now. So it's not just that he's a bust of a former first round pick. It's, he doesn't measure up with Devonte Parker in the building. And then, you know, Nelson Aguilar, you're kind of stuck with contract wise. You add that to Myers and Bourne. I mean, you have some depth at receiver and then you got old, old skinny wrist, Tyquan Thornton, who unfortunately didn't do a ton today, so I didn't get to see just how electric that four two forty speed is. But he's in the mix as well. Yeah, I was gonna. That's what I was gonna ask next. Uh, did uh, Matt Patricia have the pencil in the hat or behind the ear while coaching the Largos? Uh, was hard to see from afar. I'm guessing he had it. But the thing that stood out to me, which I didn't care for, I may be making more of this than I should, but. Um, <laughs> There were consecutive plays where the offense uh, false started. They, they just couldn't get it right. The, the right side of the line jumped the first time. The backside receiver jumped the second time. And obviously, Bill just yells, go, take a lap, go. Everybody or almost everybody took a lap except Matt Patricia. Um, like Joe Judge took a lap. Billy Yates, the assistant offensive line coach. Like all the coaches. <laughs> yeah, he's all not taking a lap. Players. Maybe in a golf cart. <laughs> he's not even talking he about. didn't take a lap. And it, it just it stood out to me that he did because Dante. Dante Scarnecchia used to lead those laps. Um, great shape. You know, he, great shape, even <laughs> yeah, at the age of whatever, 70. And it just was one of those little things that, that stuck out to me a little bit. But, yeah, Matt Patricia's out here, but he certainly seems to just be coaching the offensive line and not, not a whole heck of an out. Lot out. <laughs> Only Andy Hart would get upset at a coach not taking a lap. That's great. <laughs> what everybody else does. Hey, I'm kind of with them. <laughs> I can't wait until they have officials down there for uh, OTAs. Oh, my God. You'd be yelling at him from the stands. Andy Hart of WEI. Oh, I might. I might. Oh, I, you might. What, are you kidding me? I'd be betting odds on how many times you will, for crying out loud. Andy Hart, WEI.com. He's got a, a great breakdown on things to look at or look for in these OTAs. Check that out right now. WEI.com. Hart, thank you, friend. We appreciate it. I think we got out just in time. They're firing up the helicopter to leave now, so we'll avoid Perfect. another awkward uh, loudness in the background. See you guys. All right, brother. There you go. There goes Andy Hart of uh, WEEI.com.